Good day and welcome to the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Bridges. In each episode, I cover my experiences, both good and bad, of being a business builder, as well as my journey through the crazy world of entrepreneurship to reach my goal of earning $10 million a year. Today is episode 85, and I want to lean into a topic It's been very helpful for me, and I want to pass this on, because as entrepreneurs, we're very busy. Our days are filled with 24 hours of trying to grow our business for the most part, especially if we're just getting started. And anything that we can do to make our day that much better is a good thing to have in our our back pocket. So today, our topic is chaos as a compass. And we're going to talk about one of the tools that I use to control some of the chaos in my life. Recently, I started rereading a book from Wade Skalski. It's called Creative Clearing. It's not a thick book, but it really is a unique kind of a, of a topic with a lot of help in it to kind of clear out some of this garbage that encompasses our life. Life generates chaos. Anything that happens in your life generates chaos, especially if it's going to be good for you. You have to work through things. We all know this intimately, yet we do our best to try to control the chaos within us. If we look at a lot of types of things that happen, like for example, the contribution equation, one of the first things that we want to do with that is as an entrepreneur we want to aggressively lower the pressure and noise in our life now that's difficult because just the simple process of reducing that noise and the and the difficulty and the pressure creates a certain degree of chaos the people that are around us want us to be nice and stable organized you know our wife our husband our kids want a certain degree of stability in things. But the minute you start reducing that noise and you start reducing that pressure and doing the things that help us to be creative, that's going to put chaos in your life. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be a whole lot of things that come about because people are going to be like, wait, 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 hold on. Help me. I need your help. We all go through this every day. We, we have to pick and choose. Do we help someone else? Do we help ourselves? Ideally, we can do both. But when we start reducing that noise, when we start reducing that pressure, it puts that noise and pressure on somebody else. And they don't like it any more than we did. But Creative Clearing is a great book. It's really not too difficult. You can find it on Amazon. I'm sure there are plenty of places. Uh, Wade, S-K-A-L-S-K-Y. First name, W-A-D-E, obviously. He calls himself the understory lawyer. And I'll let him tell the story of that whenever we do an interview. But you can also read the book. It'll definitely give you some aspects that are going to answer that question of how he came to that You know, Wade pointed out something that I hadn't quite considered. The chaos in us often drives creativity. We have to be creative simply by the dent of chaos being in our life. Even if we can reduce it, 
even if we can lower the pressure and the chaos in our life, we have to remember that a certain degree of chaos is good for us and it will drive us to be creative, to come up with something that's different and to find things in our lives that we never thought of, that chaos will push us in a given direction. And it forces us to work outside the normal box. We can't go at headwinds and just sit there and deal with the headwind coming at us by ourselves. We have to get creative in how we do this. Sometimes we might go behind a rock temporarily just to help us. But when it comes to some of these things that we have, it's good to have tools. I'll, I'll be picking a couple more tools that fit into this concept of the chaos being able to deal with that. And somebody asked me the other day on Facebook, they kind of put out a question, you know, what have you done that has helped you recently? This tool that Wade talks about, it's been around for a while, but the way he kind of uses it is, is a little unique. It's relative to the structure of his book. But he uses something called a floating time block. Now, we all are dealing with time blocks every day. When we have a meeting, when we have lunch, when we have breakfast, when we have a phone conversation that we know we need to have, these are regular time blocks and we set them aside. What a floating time block is, is something that we can use as we need to. Wade talks about entanglements in our life that cause a lot of chaos. And that's a really good point. We're entangled inside of our problems. Therefore, chaos reigns, right? But in the floating time block, essentially we're going to take tasks that we know we can complete, or as he calls them entanglements, these things that create our chaos in our life. And we want to set aside 10 to up to 30 minutes to deal with these individual entanglements, to deal with these things. Maybe we haven't been spending time talking to our employees. Maybe our husband or our wife has been kind of neglected. Let's face it, when you're an entrepreneur, you're working 24 hours a day on your business. What is it, eight days a week? You know, that kind of thing. So what we want to do is pick out some tasks that we can accomplish and do them when we have natural breaks in our life. Just like we have our regular schedule of things, we might have a whole series of tasks that we can complete quickly that will remove some of this chaos, that will remove some of the pressure on us. Maybe we ourselves don't have time to go out and mow the lawn, but if we have 10 minutes, we can quickly contact one of our friends and say, I need somebody who can mow the lawn. Do you know of anybody who does a good job? Why, yes, X, Y, Z. Thanks so much. Pick up the phone and call X, Y, Z, right? And now that can get handled. We're going to put time is money as our, as our mantra here, right? We're going to do the who, not the how. We don't need to know how to necessarily mow our lawn, nor do we have to necessarily do it. But in a quick phone call, five, ten minutes at the most, we can quickly get that problem, that entanglement, taken care of for us. 
in my life, I used it a little bit differently. I didn't think of entanglements so much as I looked at non-priority tasks that I need to get done no matter what I do. And so if I can set aside, you know, a meeting ends 20 minutes early and you're sitting there going, thank you, I've got 20 minutes. And instead of trying to think of something to do, you can go to your list of quick tasks and see which ones you can complete in the 20 minutes you have. We all have this discretionary time, but the floating time block gives us the direction to be able to use and pick and choose based upon how much time we have. I, I used to work with a client. They would have a meeting and they would give us time back. We'll give you 15 minutes time back. Well, you might spend five or 10 minutes just trying to find something to do. And that's not a good use of your time. And you'll get into it and look, you've got another meeting you got to go to. And you have to prep for that meeting too. So if you have 15 minutes of a break or even 20 and you can complete something in five or 10 minutes, that will reduce some of the chaos in your life. That'll reduce some of that pressure. And what it does is it, 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 it actually decreases our stress, which is funny because I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I don't know how I'm going to put this in place. But I found that simply accomplishing things, it helped to decrease my stress. I'm one of those people that I like to have something to do. And I like to have something to do often. What this kind of a tool gives me, the floating time block, allows me to increase a feeling of accomplishment without, and this is really important, it occurs without increasing the time I spend at work. It just makes me more confident that I'm capable of handling things. This particular tool for chaos as a compass right, to lead us in the direction that we're going, I want you to kind of think about what kinds of tools you can come up with on your own. Because chaos is going to get us to success. We know that. So anything we can do to remove chaos from our life, little bits, will help us feel accomplished at the end of our day, again, without increasing the time we spend at work. And when we're already working 24 hours a day, hey, that can make a big difference. Just that little sense of accomplishment gives us confidence. It helps us to, as the saying goes, aggressively lower the pressure and noise in our life. The floating time block might be to pick up the phone and call someone that we know can take care of it for us. That really makes a difference in many cases. I'm going to keep this one short because I think that this kind of a task for us to think about our lives needs more time to think rather than less. So rather than take 30 minutes and go into exquisite detail, pick up the book Creative Clearing by Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer. It's available on Amazon. I just want you to know that it's important to really take out time while we're reading to find the tools that we need that we can put in our lives to make it that much better, 
yes, chaos is going to be our compass. It's going to tell us when we're going the right direction because we're heading into the wind. But if we don't have to be dragged down by all the things, all the entanglements, as he says, if we don't have to be drugged down by that, we can actually probably accomplish more, feel better about it, and at the end of the day, solve many of the problems that would normally impair our ability to be a good entrepreneur. For episode 85, this is Randy Bridges for The Budding Entrepreneur, wishing you the best in your health, your wealth, your business, your family, everything about you. Take care, and we'll be back here on Thursday with another part of Chaos as a Compass.